This episode of Aaron's Opinion is proudly brought to you by PodcastStartupCourse.com. Hey everybody, Aaron here. You know, are you kind of at home listening to my podcast wishing that there was a way for you to start your own? Well, as a matter of fact, there is. Josh at PodcastStartupCourse.com would love to have you in his classes, his video classes, all about the essentials from choosing the right microphone to launching and hosting your podcast to your audience, distribution, everything. They've got you covered. PodcastStartupCourse.com. By the way, even better than that, listeners of Aaron's Opinion get 10% off just by using the promo code Aaron. 10% off promo code Aaron. That's A-A-R-O-N. Thanks so much, everybody. And now, back to the episode. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people, where we talk about critical issues in the blindness community. I'm Aaron Richmond. Tonight, like all other episodes, is of course copywritten by me, Aaron Richmond, and Aaron's Opinion. Thank you. Uh, this episode can be watched right here on YouTube, where most of you watch. In fact, I'm very glad that one of you does watch this show on YouTube. You'll hear why in a minute. Also, follow us right here on iTunes, uh, Spotify, you know, Anchor, wherever you like. Don't forget to follow on Facebook, on Twitter, and even consider becoming a patron on my Patreon page. We would appreciate the support. Don't forget, telephone number to call me. You want to talk, you want to complain, you want to send in a text message, or you have questions about Aaron's opinion. I would love to talk to you. One, two, four, zero, six, eight, one, nine, eight, six, nine. Aaron's opinion six at gmail.com. How are you? By the way, we're glad you're doing well out there, listeners. You know, I am so glad that a particular person in the YouTube community by the name of John, John Phillip, um, actually subscribed to our channel here on Aaron's Opinion. And we are really honored and really glad to have every podcaster in the entire world be welcomed right here on Aaron's Opinion. John is a blind podcaster, or as he calls himself, the blindcaster. He joins us from the Philippines. Very good morning. How's it going over there? Yes. Uh, hello, Aaron and uh, everyone. Um, morning here in uh, Manila, Philippines, and uh, thank you so much for this, uh, this chance, this opportunity. My pleasure, my pleasure, my friend. You are always welcome. And now that you're in Aaron's opinion, you couldn't leave any, even if you wanted to. So you're, you're going to be included forever now that you're here. So let's, let's, you know, get into one of the first things that I'd like to ask is if you want a lot of my guests, but certainly not certainly not all. Incited people are always welcome on the show too, but most of my guests are blind. So, do you want to start off by um, sharing with us uh, your blindness journey? In my case, as I said, my name's Aaron. I'm American, living in an undisclosed location, uh, somewhere in the universe. I became blind at birth, uh, and I have glaucoma. I go to an ophthalmologist every couple of years. Um, and stuff like that. What about you? Do you want to share with us your vision loss, uh, your story, or were you born blind? Uh, all right. Uh, well, Aaron, my story is uh, really kind of sad. And uh, oh, you do not. You do okay. In that case, you do not. You do not need. You do not need to tell us if you don't want. Okay. No, I, I am. I am. Uh, I want to share this uh, experience because people, uh, you know. Uh, will understand more because uh, sometimes I feel that a lot of uh, you know the sighted ones uh, like a stereotype they when they see a blind person they they always think that they're born blind or something well uh, in my case uh, I just got blind 10 years ago and uh, the reason for my total blindness was uh, I got shot in the head by uh, by two robbers. I was I was on my way to my uh, uh, duty. I was a registered nurse here in the Philippines. I was a surgical unit nurse uh, on my way to my 
evening or night shift graveyard duty. And uh, unfortunately, I had to stop. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm driving my motorcycle to my work that time. And uh, my, my motorcycle, the rear wheel of my motorcycle was, I felt was flat, so I had to stop to check it out and, you know, work things out. But uh, then uh, I remember two guys were approaching me at that time. So I just thought that they're going to help me out. But uh, then they just declared, it's a holdup. This is a holdup. So I, I gave them my wallet, my cell phone, everything. But uh, one of the, one of the robber uh, robbers, he pulled out a pistol. I saw that. It's a, it's a little small pistol. I think it's a 22 gauge pistol. Then he just pointed at my temple, the part the, my head, and the last thing I heard was a pop. So. After that pop, I just went down and felt blood gushing out from my head, and uh, then I passed out. And I just woke up. I think that's the following morning. And uh, that that day that started my my blindness, my total blindness. So that's the reason why I got blind. That's it, Aaron. Holy moly. Um, okay, so we've had everything on the show now. I heard another story from a guy who got hit over the head with a brick. Someone mm. got their, uh, someone flicked a thumbtack into their eye, but now we have a survivor, a victim of basically arm, an ar ar armed robbery. Oh, whoa, okay. Well, um, so, how, you know, do you want to talk about, you know, the transition? I, I'm very sorry that happened, my friend. But no. would you like to transition? Would you like to transition to, to speaking about? Um, I, uh, I have to be a little bit curious. Whatever became of the robbers? Uh, Were they ever apprehended or did they just start off and never to be heard from again? Well, my sister helped, helped out the the authorities here and uh, I think one of them, one of the robbers got caught and uh, got jailed and uh, I, I don't know what happened to the other one and uh, that's just about it, the last time uh, my sister right up, you know. sure, sure, so one, in the end one of the robbers was arrested uh, and, and put in prison and jailed and the other, the other just, just fled just started off yeah, yeah i i see i see well that's horrible man um okay well do, would you like to talk more about your your transition into the blindness world and stuff like that yeah well uh it's really uh it, it was really hard transition you know living 33 years uh seeing a lot of things enjoying you know visual visual things around you and uh, like I said uh, I was a nurse and uh, part of being a you know being a health professional is you're uh, I mean, subjective and objective uh, duties you know you have to see your patients help out your patients and uh, uh, being going towards uh, life of a blind person well like I said really hard and uh, it's uh, it's really depressing <laughs> I, I, I went into uh, depression and uh, well my psychiatrist told me that I went to this uh, post-traumatic stress uh, disorder and uh, he, he gave me a lot of, he recommended, of uh, course, lots of talk uh, with friends and family and 
some um, medicine to help out with the with the, the anxieties, things like that. But uh, when I I've come to you know somehow accept my uh, my condition, um, things just fall into place. Like uh, when I when I uh, first learn about Braille, writing Braille, and the reading Braille, uh, it was fun because it's like it's like I'm in another culture. I see when 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 people or where when blind people uh, read and write Braille, it's like it's a, a culture for for the vision impaired people. And then and then I. Uh, somebody taught me to use, you know, gadgets uh, like uh, Android phones, and uh, then uh, at that point, I was able to uh, reconnect, especially on my social accounts, social media accounts, Facebook, reconnecting with my my friends and family, and. Uh, that that uh, event, you know, learning things accessible gadgets for the blind, uh, it really lifted up my my uh, my uh, positivity, my hope, and uh, well, I want to share this to you, Aaron, and the, everyone listening. The the most or the greatest transition or the greatest event that happened to my life, my blind life, is that I have a strong reconnection, a rebirth or something with, with Jesus Christ. And uh, I have a, a renewed faith and, uh, and now a strong faith with the Lord Jesus Christ, my Lord and Master, to serve Him. And uh, one of my service, I consider one of my services, this, the sharing podcasts, sharing video blogs, connecting with other uh, vision impaired people around the world. And it landed me to you, Aaron. <laughs> and uh, this, uh, this, this journey, my blind life journey, uh, it landed me to uh, uh, one of uh, a YouTuber or a podcaster, Mr. Aaron Richmond. <laughs> well, I am I am so touched by all of that. I'm so glad to hear it. By the way, excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what you said is really important. That it's important to reconnect, and it's important to have a good sense of the blindness community around the world. We definitely kind of have our own our own community if you ask my opinion we definitely have our have our community and it's uh really really fascinating um to be you know a member of this yeah. you know of, of of this type of community you know so okay um now as far as you know your your work goes um are you still able to work in the hospital in some capacity um here in the Philippines, no. Uh, well, there's still this. Uh, um, I'm not sure because uh, I don't want to use discrimination. It's a strong word, but uh, uh, hospitals here or any medical uh, industry here are not yet at, uh, open to accommodate. Vision impaired, uh, vision impaired workers, even if uh, they are qualified. Mm -hmm. But I did, I did have a stint. I did work uh, for a couple of years. Uh, I think that was 2012 to 2014. Uh, I became a uh, licensed massage therapist here. Okay. Well, that that is fine. Would you like to tell us about um, about that journey and about you know w exactly what that is? Yeah. Uh, well, 
a massage therapist uh, is already considered part of the healthcare uh, practitioners here in the Philippines and of course all over the world. And the uh, and the, the difference of being a uh, vision impaired massage therapist is that uh, we we I, I experienced that. Uh, I am more. I was, uh, I was more focused when uh, doing all the uh, the technique, the massage technique techniques, and uh, that that uh, particular uh, action being focused on the uh, massage therapy techniques. Uh, that, that those things are what our uh, client or what Filipino uh, clients are looking for. And actually, I have foreign clients as well because the uh, massage industry here in the Philippines is uh, considered a, uh, uh, a tourist, uh, tourist thing here. And uh, yeah, um, the, the experience was really nice it was, it was uh fulfilling but uh i had to stop uh but yeah uh, i'm sorry but before i stopped practicing massage therapy i became a, uh, a clinical instructor for my for my fellow vision impaired massage therapist you know teaching them uh to get a license because here in the philippines like uh, in the U.S., uh, we need to pass a licensure exam, and uh, I, I was part of uh, this small group to teach uh, and uh, help them uh, get uh, licenses, their licenses. My fellow vision here, and uh, it was it was a great experience for me. And uh, yeah, that's about it. We're, right. Excellent. That's, you know, that's really good. Um, <clears throat> so what are, you know, what are some of the things that people need to learn uh, to, to get into massage therapy and what, what types of, you know, what types of massages, what types of techniques um, are, are taught uh, in these, in these courses? Tell us about it a little bit, if you want. Yeah, well, uh, since the group I, I've uh, joined before to teach my, uh, my fellow vision impaired therapist, uh, I was assigned to uh, review or teach uh, anatomy and physiology and uh, microbiology and, uh, of my uh, experience or my, uh, my uh, being a nurse. So uh, they, they assigned me to that part. But learning massage therapy is really uh, a great thing. And, uh, you know, you, you can earn, uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, you can earn regular income from it. And uh, the techniques, well, we have, uh, we, we follow, uh, the Swedish type, Swedish massage technique. We also follow uh, the, uh, uh, what do you call this? It's really a long time. That, that is, uh, the, that the, the is thumb fine. pressure, yeah. The, the thumb pressure, uh, the pressure points, pressure points massage, uh, okay. particularly what we call uh, Japanese uh, shiatsu. Now we also teach that uh, technique before and I was part of the uh, massage therapy industry. So uh, things like that. And uh, it's, it's really, really uh, great regular income uh, profession for, for uh, vision impaired uh, here in the Philippines. So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so there, you know, in the Philippines, w when you're working as a massage therapist, um, 
are, are you required to work like in a like in a spa like in a massage like in a in a in, for a company or yeah. can you like um okay yeah because in the united states the way it works and it does vary from state to state but some people once they they might start out in a company and they might branch off just doing their own thing kind of opening up their own business and like traveling around to different people just you know per, you know performing massage therapy you know individually do you are you able to do that there in the philippines yeah yeah actually the organization i joined before was uh uh an organization led by vision impaired as well and uh, the group they they um managed several brands in in the malls here in the philippines so uh we were assigned or i was assigned in a uh, mall in a massage clinic you know we wear wear our uh, uh, like a scrub suit or scrub uniforms uh, and, uh we also wear masks and uh, and the uh, yeah, basically follow the the health protocol for massage clinics here in the Philippines, including having a license to practice, just like just like in the U.S. Good, yeah, excellent. That's really that's yeah. really important. Sure, sure. All right, all right. Um, so let's transition now from that. Okay, to how you got into podcasting in the first place in YouTube. So how did you develop this podcast, uh, The Blind Caster? So when, uh, like I said earlier, I learned to use, you know, the gadgets like Android phones and uh, um, uh, speech-assisted laptops. So I, I learn or i search for this uh, the you know new pad like vlogging you know video blogging and podcasting so first i have really no idea what these uh, millennial things are you know the they're um, getting into and uh, so so when i i've listened to several youtube videos uh you know um done by vision impaired themselves so i thought i thought of i think i can do this i mean why not try so actually my first my first blog is uh on youtube i uploaded some cover songs but then again i've heard i've heard the term podcasting what is what is podcasting? If I remember correctly, uh, you see, Aaron, I like I like really uh, watching a TV series uh, from US, like particularly Criminal Minds. <laughs> Sorry if I if I, uh, I like I like the TV series Criminal Minds in uh, NCIS and. Uh, one of the episodes on that TV series uh, uh, about some some uh, it, it, it dealt with uh, podcasting. Some uh, uh, a character there was podcasting. So I got curious. I searched for podcasting uh, uh, through YouTube as well. So uh, uh, mostly. I've noticed mostly the podcasters there are uh, cited, and uh, well, then and then uh, within this uh, thing about a month ago, uh, I've, I've heard blind people are into podcasting as well. So I've, I I search for uh, people personalities that are doing podcasts and uh, when I searched on YouTube 
and on uh, Buzzsprout, uh, a one one uh, search. Uh, I heard what your your show, Aaron's opinion. So I I opened it up, and your one of one of your episode was you were interviewed by. Um, I'm not familiar. I think what's the name? Uh, her, her channel was you're, you're into in your uh, in collaboration with Uncitedly Opinion. I'm not sure if you remember that. Indeed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um I I did interview. It went both ways. Actually, that 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 was that was a two way street. She was yeah. on my she was on my show and I was on her show. So I'm I'm pleased to know that, that the collaboration helps to spread the content around. I think that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. And so when I when I opened that up and listened to it, my curiosity about podcasting got got really strong. So I I thought about it and uh, you gave tips about you know uh, when when the uh, you, you you do your podcast and uh, consider your topics you must you must always think about your audience 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 i i thank thank you for listening you you've proven to us that, that you see this is why you should listen to episodes that's exactly what i said i i remember that and it's true and it's true and we're we're glad that and so I'm glad that you're in my audience. That's why. That's why this is interesting. Of course. Mm -hmm. so, so then I I uh, open Buzzsprout, search for you know no no Buzzsprout, other post podcast hosting, and uh, yeah that that start that that uh, took me uh, into uh, formally opening a uh, podcast account. Excellent. So good. All right. So first of all, what is what is your podcast called? Well, I'm starting with uh, like any uh, like every other podcasters they they started and of course when, uh, as you've uh, mentioned with your episodes, uh, I'm starting with monologues. So mm -hmm. right now I'm I'm sharing my experiences as a blind person and uh, my struggles and uh, my opinions about uh, issues. Well, my last uh, uploaded podcast was about uh, silent discrimination. That was my, that was my top. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. I just uploaded about. That sounds, by, by the way, that sounds oddly familiar. You see, and uh, this is, the, 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 this is exactly some of the points that I've been making for years is that I think the experiences that blind people have are quite similar from country to country. Now, our societies are very different. I admit I've never been to the Philippines. I know it's a completely different society. However, I don't doubt that we have had very similar experiences in life, maybe in different ways, but I think we've had a lot of the same experiences in life. Yes, um, that's right. Right. I, I do believe that as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm suspicious that this is becoming a bigger problem. That this silent discrimination and these yeah. problems that we're having all over the blindness community. You know, it's not just happening. It's not ha just happening in America. It's not just happening in the Philippines. It might be happening in your country too. So that's yeah. why it's really important when you think it's happening. To, to become knowledgeable about it, to research it, and to get to the yeah. bottom of it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I've, I've chosen that topic, one of my uh, initial episodes. And I think it's really uh, a dying uh, thing for not all, not only for the persons with disability, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, so the incurable pandemic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, most most persons with disability, not only the vision, but 
you know, everybody uh, with, uh, with, with disability is experiencing or are experiencing silent discrimination. It may not be loud or in words, but, you know, being, being vision, being blind, you, you, your, your sense of, you know, your feelings, your other senses get, get so, you know, um, heightened or height, uh, yeah, increased of your other senses, like your, your uh, feelings. So even at home, uh, you can feel that uh, something's wrong, something's different. Uh, they may not, your family or relatives may not uh, let you hear the, their, their uh, comments, or, but you can feel that there's still that silent discrimination, uh, like I've said in my first my, uh, episode for silent discrimination. I'm, I'm doing it in uh, three parts. Uh, first one is about my experiences uh, at home. And then uh, my next episode will be in the community, uh, in our society here in the Philippines. And then uh, my, uh, my last part will be in social media. Those are my... <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, you will understand me with that, that uh, part. <laughs> discrimination silent discrimination in social social media yeah, yeah yeah yes yes i i completely agree with you that we need that we need to cover this topic um yeah. which is why i mean which is why we're covered we're talking about it now so yeah, yeah so i mean what is you know and i'm i'm sure listeners will want to go give some of your episodes a play um what is a really critical issue in the area of silent discrimination that you want to talk about. And imagine that we're talking to someone who's cited who might not necessarily be fully aware of what we mean. So I know what you mean, but what do you mean? T tell a cited person, what is silent discrimination? And give a clear-cut example from the Philippines, if you want. Okay. Uh, silent discrimination is like uh, what I've uh, said to my, on my uh, my podcast. It's like uh, here at home. Uh, for 10 years, they've already uh, lived with me, uh, my, my uh, relatives. I'm actually with my nephew right now and the, uh, and the boyfriend of my sister. Uh, she's actually already working there in, the, in California with my mom. So what I consider a silent discrimination is that uh, whenever I go around the house, like from my room towards the living room, there are, you know, things scattered in my, uh, on the pathway or, you know, the floor. It's like uh, there are uh, chairs, stools, uh, an electric fan, a stand fan, you know. So when I roam around the house, I get bumped and slammed to these things. So, uh, and another another thing is that our living room has this partition, a a door uh, towards our dining area. So when I I always, I always remind my nephew and uh, the people here in our house that to have that door open wide or closed shut, as if it's half opened, my face gets slammed on that door. So that really hurt. So and it's not really nice. So, I mean, been, uh, we've been living together for more than 10, for about 10 years now. So I'm expecting a lot that they, they know my routine. They know my everyday uh, 
pattern. But the thing is, they kept on forgetting. I mean, I'm not blaming my family or my relatives living with me right now. Just that I'm expecting them to, you know, uh, remember always that, to consistently remember, consistently be reminded by themselves that they're living with a blind person. So, you know, then that I consider as a silent discrimination. They may not, they may not. Outstanding, you know. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. That was, you know, if I was, if I was giving an exam, I'm a teacher, if I was giving an exam and I asked that question on an exam, you would, you just got a hundred percent. It's a great way of verbalizing it to a sighted person. When you are unwilling, it's an outstanding answer, John, when you're unwilling to make these little accommodations in the places where we live. That is an excellent answer. Now, I would ask, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not justifying the behavior, just to clarify, how old, what is the age of the nephew? Uh, actually, he's now 18. <laughs> ah, ah, okay. So an, eight, an 18 this so year. I think, you know what I think? I think an 18-year-old needs to mature up and either keep the door open or closed. <laughs> Okay, if you said the nephew was five, I would have said, well, it's a little bit more difficult to tell a five-year-old yeah. to close the door. But if you're 18, an 18-year-old should be able to understand, close the door. Or, yeah. or even in my second language of French, ferme la porte. Or in Tagalog, in Tagalog, however you say it in Tagalog, either way, that door needs to be closed or open. Yeah, <laughs> wide open. Wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes. actually, when I told you about my sister, she was with me from uh, first years from until uh, July of this year. Oh, I'm sorry, June of this year. She just got in the States uh, last year. So she was with me from uh, end to, yeah, June. So that period, uh, well, she was really, I can't blame anybody. I really can't blame anybody. But the thing is, for 10 years, she was here in the Philippines, but uh, there were inconsistencies with the accommodations, like you said. And, uh, uh, but uh, I've, I've uh, learned within that 10 years, I've learned to control my. Temper. I learned to be cool, and, you know, just repeatedly remind them, but still, it's tiring. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day you have to remind them, keep this door closed or open, you know, things like that. Keep the right. electric fan away from this area so that you can walk through here. There. <laughs> That's the thing, if, uh, you know. Sure, sure. Well, I, I think I think that you're really you're really on to something with your podcast. That's that's outstanding. That's perfect. Um, mm -hmm. So as now as far as the podcast side, like, is it on iTunes? Where where can people listen to your audio? By the uh, way, right now I have an account with Buzzsprout. Just learned to link it. iTunes. I hope there. Are it's already running with iTunes uh, procedure. And uh, also on Spotify and Google uh, Cool, cool. Now, another important question. Are all of your audio episodes, are they all on your YouTube channel? Um, not yet. I've not yet uploaded it uh, on YouTube, but it's uh, also a uh, uh, nice strategy, a good strategy to, like you're doing audios on uh, iTunes, have also here on uh, your recording 
episodes on YouTube. Right, right. Well, I tell you what. Right, sure, sure. Well, we here at Aaron's opinion, we're gonna. I, I, I tell you what. For right now, until you. Hello. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So we at Aaron's opinion, we're going to put the Buzzsprout link to your to your podcast, um, in the in the description of the video and in the description of this episode. So after we get off here, if you can send me your Buzzsprout page, you know, your public side of your Buzzsprout, and then we'll get some we'll get some plays over there for you, um, for sure. <laughs> Um, I would, yeah, what I, what I've discovered is the, the strategy that you, and it's, you know, the other thing that's interesting about podcasting is that it, it's, it's a skill, right? It's not something anyone learns over a period of time. In my case, I'm a teacher. Uh, I've been, I've been teaching for five years. You know, I love talking, love educating, talk and talk and talk all day. I have yeah. so many opinions. I just love talking to people all over the world, but you really have to practice knowing exactly how to do your voice, you know, what to say, um, what not to say, how to phrase certain things, how to introduce your, your product. You know, all of these things have to be practiced over many years, over many years of many episodes, turning one page at a time, one upload at a time, and then you're doing it. And then it really, it, it, it becomes very easy, very quickly. My, my advice, if you can, John, Try to get to a point over a period of time where every, every episode of your podcast should have audio and it should also have a YouTube video to go along with it. So it should be, people should be able to, to decide, do they want to watch on YouTube or do they want to just listen to what you have to say? That way you're accommodating 100% of the audience. Some people listen on their commute, you know? Some, yes. some people watch at home you know, when they're at work or something like that online or doing other activities. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, that is, that is so good. So what are your, um, what are your dreams and goals for your podcast? Oh, wow. Well, uh, right now I'm just, uh, uh, small, small things. I just want some uh, uh, for you know uh, followers or listeners for this time being. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it would uh, you know experiences. With podcasting, uh, hopefully, monetization will come. <laughs> uh, uh, it will be a uh, regular. Because uh, right now, I'm not, I'm not really, uh, working. I'm just, uh, you know, my, my income. Uh, my pension, disability pension. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really hoping that some, uh, my my uh, you know my time or my podcasting will be part of a regular. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I complete I completely uh, agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what are some other you know activities that you like to do? Um, what I really like to do, I really love teaching. Uh, like like uh, could uh. Manage a uh, 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 massage therapist. Uh, I can uh, with and compact. Uh, 
in the Philippines. Yeah. My ambition or Right. Sure, sure. That would be good to be able to continue to teach, do more teaching work, teaching massage therapy, and helping others to to get into that, to get into that practice and start their own businesses up, right? Correct? Right. Yes. Very good. That is uh, so uh, well, I, I really like uh, science. I was uh <laughs> Want to be a doctor, but uh, uh, and that's why I'm just uh, glad God gave me this literally, and it's uh, not everyone uh, have a second life. Uh, then our people uh, in another life. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Well, that is that is so good, John. I John, I am really glad that that you're now a member of of Aaron's opinion. As I say, you're on. You're on my. On my, on my list of all the great guests we've had from all over the world. I'm so glad you're here. Um, as we come to kind of, you know, the end of all of my questions. Um, for one, if you can ask me one question, what do you really want to know about me? Um, one, one question I find right now that How did you, you know, um, what you are right now, uh, practicing right now, you know, podcaster as an educator, how did you, um, uh, this, your, your journey, you know? Sure, sure. Well, basically, um, if, if I understood you well, um, basically, you know, I, as I said, I've been a teacher, been teaching English for, for five years. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I had always, I always enjoy teaching people and talking to people from around the world. Right. And I also spend an enormous amount of time listening to podcasts. And I was listening to many podcasts um, for the blind community. And I noticed that they were just simply not, not really approachable. So mm -hmm. I wanted to create a shortcut in the podcast ecosystem where blind people, or as I say, anyone, can come onto my podcast and tell their story and have a great time. That's why we created Aaron's Opinion. As I say, the podcast for, for blind people and for everyone else, where we talk about critical issues in the blindness community or any issue that we need to talk about. So, you know, as far as how, that's how I got into it. And what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm recording as much as possible and practicing and practicing and practicing until eventually you upload videos and then people like you, great people like you all over the world, see them through, you know, recommendations, um through research you know these are these episodes trickle around apparently so mm -hmm. uh, another question oh sure do, do you want to ask another question yeah Can I ask another question yes yes uh, um you know it, we have this pandemic uh what what advice can you give uh all uh to all who are affected pandemic uh, in terms of economic 
and uh, yeah, 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 it's a great, yeah. So basically, um, I, I think if I'm understanding, you want to know what advice do I have for blind people all over the world who are dealing with the stress and the effects of the pandemic, right? Yeah, that's an ex excellent question. My advice to the world and to especially blind people around the world is for one thing to relax, to stay at home a lot. Um, obviously, you know, try to just hang in there. Try to find things that you enjoy doing, whether it's listening to Aaron's opinion or other great podcasts from around the podcast sphere from all the countries all over the world. Try to find a great podcast to play. Try to find a great podcast uh, to, to listen to. Um, and, um, you know, try to just, as hard as it is, try to just hang in there and be glad that you hopefully do not have the virus yourself. That's, that's about all the advice I can give. And, and outside of it, um, it's, it is, it is definitely, it is a definite challenge for blind people and everyone else. It's a challenge for everyone. So that's my advice. And those are two really good questions. What else do you want to know? Um, I think that's about it for me. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that is, well, that is fine. So, um, you know, I, I, I tell you what, John, if someone wants to get in touch with you, what is the easiest way for you for a listener to get in touch with you, your team, and your podcast? Uh, well, I like my one to uh, my podcast uh, put in on uh, your Google or Firefox uh, they're the Blindcaster uh, one of uh, one of the searches will pop in, you know, my name there and uh, uh, please like and uh, subscribe to my the blind caster John Lip search that on uh, uh, name and, uh, well, my email is dot e r e p h o at outlook dot com. Here, say that. Yeah, can you say that? So, so John, your your audio. It is it is not your fault, my friend, but your audio kind of cut out there. So they didn't they didn't get the email. Um, okay. Do, do you uh, let me just let me let me just let me just ask this way can someone can someone easily find your email address if they go search on your buzzsprout uh yeah i think so yeah. Uh, i think that my email uh record or uh, register on my okay here I, here i tell you what it, it, it the signal's a little stronger i tell you what here can you can you say the email address one more time and tr try once more Okay, my personal is John, period, Artacho. My last name is, that's spelled for Apple, R for Rico, C for Charlie, A for Hotel, O for Oscar. And that's outlook.com. Okay, all right. I, I, guys, I, guys, I tell you what, I, John, I feel bad. But but for most of the listeners, they wouldn't have heard it the second time. I tell you what, I will. We will direct people to your Buzzsprout. Um, and the the other thing that's kind of not clear. So, is your podcast called is your podcast called like the Blind Caster? Because you've used a couple different names. It's a little, it's a little unclear. Um, I think I think yeah. The 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 podcast uh, name is the Blind Caster. All in one word, Blindcaster. Blindcaster, all in one word. Okay, so your so the official name of your uh, the official name of your podcast is the Blindcaster, as in yes. B L I N D C A S T E R. 
Correct. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Because and and it is important um, to try. One of the things you know to try in podcasting, and I, I'm I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. But people get the 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 audience gets very confused very quickly. So try to use your title the same way every single time so that people start to associate the title with your voice over a period of, of time. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because your YouTube, as far as I can tell, your YouTube channel is called John Phillip, right? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, well, the Blind Casper John. Ah, uh, okay. You know, maybe, you know what, guys, maybe it's been a while since I've looked at that channel. Maybe, yeah, you know what, maybe in, in the title and the handle of the channel, maybe it does say The Blind Caster. Anyway, guys, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, I think, I, I think it does. I think they will find it. So as, as I said, if you can just send me over your, uh, your Buzzsprout, um, that is your home base uh, for your, your podcast, we will certainly get that into the description of the video and on the description of the podcast. So we'll see, we'll see how that, how that goes. Okay. Are there any, um, is there, cool, cool, man. Um, is there anything else that you want to tell our audience in English? Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much for giving time and the, the chance my story and, uh, my podcast experience. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. It's a privilege. Uh, I think, uh, a lot of first, first time to get uh, a collaboration or an interview from, from uh, a fellow person, a fellow vision impaired person from uh across across the world yeah know, first for me and first time for me and uh that your help as well really unfamiliar with zoom oh uh, you've you've done you've done fine you've done you've done great and uh thank you and uh, praise God. And, uh, thank you for this chance. Thank you. And uh, I really hope that you support, uh, everybody will support uh, all the, the vision all the blind casters, <laughs> blind podcasters <Okay>. everywhere. <laughs> okay. Let's support, support all the blind casters. Oh, I... I like that. Support all the blind casters. That's cool. That's cool. Support all the support all the blind casters. I you know what, John? On that note, I could not agree more. All right. Um, this was this was you did an absolutely perfect interview. You're incredibly patient. Um, and I want to thank you for your patience and your courage and strength for coming on to my show. An incredible person as well, Eric. Thanks. For this, uh, for our and it and it all just starts here. Um, yeah. After this, uh, well, um, let's uh, don't please don't hang up. But let's say, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I wish you the very best of health from around the world. Tonight's episode of Aaron's Opinion. Um, I certainly enjoyed that one. That was uh, John from the Philippines. Uh, a a blind podcaster, or as he pronounces it, a blind caster. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Yeah, John John the blind caster. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be really good. I really love that blind caster business. Um, so as as I said before, um, thank you so much. If you guys have uh you know contributions to this show of course you may send me an email it, it, by the way if you're overseas if you're you know listening in all the countries around the world probably email is actually the easiest one aaron's opinion six at gmail.com actually we know it works because john emailed me so i don't have to i don't have to we don't have to worry about if it works it works right john 
Yes, definitely. It works. Cool. Or you could also give me a call, 1-240-681-9869. You can also send a text message to that number, too. All right? Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, follow on Twitter, comment below on YouTube. Consider becoming a patron on my Patreon page. John, I wish you very good health. Everybody else around the world, I wish you very good health. Thank you so much. All right, all of us podcasters, let's, as I say, let's keep blind casting all over the world. Let's, let's upload another blind cast. I absolutely love that. Help one person today. Help one million people tomorrow.